My name is Dave Buddha, and welcome to Dark in the Page. This is a special bonus uh, content. It's not a full episode, but it's a conversation that happened at the end of the last podcast, episode 50 with Stephen Memel. Um, I asked him the last question I usually ask, which is if you can go back in time and give yourself a note and give yourself some advice, what would you say? And then he asked me the question back, which happens sometimes in podcasts and sometimes I answer them. And, and in this particular case, I answered it and the conversation went on for another 30 minutes and I was still recording and I was listening back to it and I was like, this is a, this is really good. This is a really good conversation. And we talk about, um, music careers and, and having patience and it all came out of the question that he asked me. And so I thought it'd be fun to share it. And so this is bonus content. Um, and it's there for you to listen to. So I hope you enjoy it. And thanks for listening. What would you say to yourself? I mean, you may have set, told your listeners, but I'd, I'd be curious. Yeah, I've thought about this question a lot. And I was, you know, I, what would I say in this moment? Um, you know, what just came up for me really is, um, I, I don't know, the words for it are kind of escaping, but it's like this idea of, you know, on the pursuit of, on the, on the, on the pursuit of, of, you know, on my journey as a creative person, mm-hmm. if I had to, what I used to be, I used to be sitting on the edge of my seat, ready to stand up, uh, not really getting comfortable, not really choosing a, a chair that was particularly comfortable either. Mm-hmm. Um, and now where I'm at is, um, I, I, I just, I will, I just like sit back and I just like let my butt sink into the chair and I, I make sure that the chair is just, just right. And that my back is feeling good mm. and that I'm noticing what's going on around me and, and that I have good people near me and that, you know, my phone is turned off and, and it's like, I'm, I'm really just in it for the long run. Yeah. And I'm just getting comfortable and I'm totally okay with being here for as long as I need to be here because I enjoy it. And I didn't, for so many years I didn't do that for so many years. It was about, um, you know, needing to arrive and I wasn't patient. Yeah. Um, I was just, um, I was jumpy. That's kind of what I yeah. call it. You know, I was like, I was so anxious for, for some, some other feeling that I could have been getting in the moment. And in it, in it's every time I think about that, I think of the irony of that someone who's a little bit older would see this versus someone who's younger, because you would think when you're younger intuitively, you would think, well, you know, you have all this time and not that, you know, being 33 that, that I'm like, you know, I'm nearing the end here, but it's a funny feeling. And I guess it, the only way I can think about why that is, is I look at myself and go, well, I, I suppose that, you know, I understand what time is now. Like I yeah. didn't, when I was in my twenties and mid twenties to early twenties, like the concept of years, it was like, it's like, it's like telling me, you know, here's a billion dollars. Like a billion dollars doesn't mean anything to me. It's not actual. Yeah. I can't, I don't know what that means. Yeah. And if, if I, if you were to say to my 22 year old self, give it five years, the concept of five years is you might as well have just said a lifetime. Like it doesn't yep. mean anything. And here I am now at 33 going, well, 
I see, I know what five years feels like. I was just 28 and, you know, I got out of the Navy five years ago. And so I, I, and, and if it's, you know, what I've seen is that if I want to pursue something and, and see it like bear fruit, I have to give it more than a year for the most part. And, and I can, if I give it five years, so much would be possible. And I know what five years is like, I can do that. I can, I can just sit here and, and five years will go by and, and then we'll be there. And, and so I never got that. I never understood that. And, and, and I see other people, um, where I was and I know what that feels like. I know that they're like, well, I clearly, I just need to hire a coach because I need to get there and I, or I need to do this or I need to optimize or I need to do. And it's like, and what I experienced when I did that for myself was, um, just burnout. I, I got, yeah. I got, I got burned out and then I, I gave up, you know, and, and I gave up just before something was about to happen probably, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and, and it's so interesting because, you know, now being 33, I have, I have some friends that, that that we've like we i've i've seen this process of when you stick with something it 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 starts working but it yeah. but it's just it's just longer than it than you thought and 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 also i've what i've seen too is that i have friends that have that were anxious but somehow stuck with it but they're still anxious and they're still at the edge of their mm-hmm. seat mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so it's not like it's not like they ever even if they did somehow manage through like you know indian style discipline you know and like rigor to like stick with what they were doing even though they were even though it wasn't fun even if they got there it's still they're still a, that they haven't changed correct and so you know, right now as a creative person, I'm just like, I'm like, let's be like the turtle. Like, let's just go slow and steady and enjoy what I'm doing. And then know that I have just years and years to work on this. And it's, I'm going to try to reap as much rewards from what I'm doing every day. uh, Because that's just, that's the way I'm going to keep going. And it's really all I ever had anyways. It's God. Uh, you know everything you said is just so true <laughs> and 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 you know if i added something to the list that i would tell my younger self it would be that mm-hmm. too because to me 33 sounds like holy god so much time uh-huh. and and you will think that too yeah you know when you're 40 you will look at 33 and go oh my god I knew time then, but I don't even know if I knew how much time I had. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so. But I always thought it was the opposite. I always thought that as the older I got, the clo- like as I got closer to the end, I would mm-hmm. feel more like like I had heard this this study once. Um, this was a long time ago. Somebody had said uh, they had they had given they had said to three different groups of people somebody like. Young, like maybe teenagers, twenties, middle age, and then like old people, and they had said, um, uh, "We want you to count to sixty, you know, and count like count what you think sixty seconds is, and then let us know when you think sixty seconds is." And so they'd start the watch, and they they wouldn't see the people wouldn't see the watch, but they'd count to sixty. And the young people, um, I think, was like the young people counted fast, the the middle aged people counted right on, and the old people counted slow. Yep. And I guess what it what it told me was like, well. Old people are wanting, you know, old people are like, oh, I wish there was more time. And then, you know, the middle and then the young people are 
and it, but it's not like that. It doesn't. It's just no. it's weird. It's like you actually can appreciate the years, and you appreciate what time means as you get older. At well, least that's and what it seems so far. It's exactly right because the older you get, you know, you start having more and more a sense of your mortality, and because. I mean, if you've if you've been one of those people who's gone on the journey we're talking about, uh, rather than those people who somehow drove through to that, mm-hmm. um, if the more you realize the sh- briefness of time, the more you realize you have to savor every single moment because it's gonna end, mm-hmm. you know. And the, I think the older you get, the more vividly the end becomes something that's a real thing i mean i'm not talking morbidly Mm -hmm. i'm talking about dare it it starts going no 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 really really it's going to end and it somehow (laughs) slows you down which is which is an interesting because i guess we get that that the only way to really appreciate it would be to slow down it'd be like if you knew that you're having like you're having food but this is like this is the last like if you if you were if you if you found out and during breakfast that this was the only food you were going to eat the whole day, you would eat it slower and you'd right. savor it more, you know. And that's that's kind of the experience that it seems like it is. It is definitely, and 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 um, you know we're so busy driving when we're younger that um, I think when you're older too, you real you, you've had so many experiences where you did the push 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 push. And you kind of went, that kind of made me feel like doo-doo, yeah. you know? Yeah. And when you slow down, you actually do things better and faster. Um, and you go, oh, wow. You mean I'm really my better self if, when I slow it down and I get to enjoy it more? Mm-hmm. Because I, I see what you're talking about, you know. I have friends who, you know, really got wealthy, and and uh, uh, they're not friends I grew up with, but I know their lives, you know. And uh, and it's the same thing that drove them. Not everybody, but for a lot, the same thing that drove them and drove them to do whatever they needed to do to build that empire. When they have the empire. That drive is still there. They don't mm-hmm. go. Ah, that was a good thing. Yeah, I'm gonna sit it, around. It. That's it. <laughs> Got it. Done. You know, checked. Checked off the list. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let me spend to the <laughs> limit of my capabilities. Make sure I have to work for the rest of my life. Yeah. And you know, so but but hey, it's all it's all a journey, mm-hmm. individual. And you are a very blessed man to know it like you know it at 33. Because a lot of people take a lot, lot longer, and and uh, truly, the people who who are your people who are listening to your podcast and who come to it, they're very, very blessed to to be listening to somebody who's willing to talk about these things and be open about them. And certainly be open about them, not just in spiritual sense, but in a relationship to their creativity and 
how they can manifest what they want to mm. creatively in the world and and you know yeah. you're doing a good thing man you're yeah. doing a good thing yeah well thanks i i really uh yeah i appreciate that and you know i guess i think the conversation about creativity has also come from this this sense of finality this or this sense of like well you know i guess we might as well do the thing that's 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 really fulfilling and and i you know i see i have this theory that is it's a it's a bit hierarchical but it's kind of that when we're when all is said and done we'll just want to do art that's it you know when we're finally just give this chill the fuck out we're going to be wanting doing art and yep. and so once i realized that and i once i saw that you know it's funny because i saw that in my music career i would just see i would meet these musicians i'd meet people that were that were doing it and and they it was clear to me that they could have done they could have done anything that they wanted mm -hmm. in life they, mm -hmm. these people were not you know this wasn't their only yeah. option like you know i had that same epiphany and it's like oh so this is like this is this is the coolest party yeah. you know i mean if you can go to any party why not go to the artists party yeah. you know because it's where it's where we'll all end up, you know, once we have enough of the other stuff, once we yeah. have enough, if we, you know, and, and once we have enough of the, the, the achievement, once you have enough of the, whatever, it's like, we're all just going to come back to creative living, whatever yeah. that looks like. And we're going to be kind of a hermit sometimes. Cause we're going to want to make our art. And, and I just, it, it almost, it, again, it feels hierarchical because I'm, it feels like I'm saying this is a better life than other stuff. <laughs> right. But that's what that's that's the way it occurs for me, you know, in a way that like, you know, I, I'm just I've just become very stubborn. I've just become like, well, I'm just going to work on stuff that feels like art to me, you know, as much as I can. And then I'm going to do the other stuff to make money if I need to, whatever. And, you know, eventually those worlds emerge if I just stay in the seat long enough because, you know, it just will. And so, yeah, I, I see other people not doing that and and I get it because I've been there. And, yeah. and I just, you know, I want to like hypnotize them and like into something where I can like pull them into a studio and like put a canvas there and like lock the door and be like, just yeah. hang out in here for a little bit, see what happens. And they're like, but I got to go, ah, just see, just see what happens. I don't know. Like, and it, it, it's so, it's so obvious to me that that's what they were always wanting, you know, that and, 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 and connection, like relationships, yeah. you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Well, Dave, that, that goes back to the one art thing, mm -hmm. because one of one of these people who actually did very well, who's a very kind person um, that I worked with, who's very, very wealthy. Um, he put away his music for he was almost got signed. And when he when he was 21 and he had a bad experience and he just said, I'm not letting these people control. And his guitars got stolen and he never bought stuff back for 15, 20 years. Mm. And he dedicated himself to his business and didn't even play the guitar for 15, not once, for wow. 15 years. That's how focused this guy was. And I met him when he had picked it back up. But he hadn't even played his new stuff for his wife, his kids. Mm -hmm. He kept it hidden from his business people because those two, remember I said fragmented? Mm -hmm. He was very, very concerned that if people in his business world saw that he was a musician they'd stopped taking him seriously hmm. and so over the course of things 
he, you know, he's a focused guy. He started building his music successfully. Mm-hmm. And gradually, I kind of nurtured him and it, he came to himself and I kept doing it so that he would let out more and more to the people on the business side, what he was doing. And that started melding together and people were like really excited. Can I get your album? And, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then he got to the point where he still ran his business, but really wasn't putting a lot of energy into it, mm-hmm. but was doing his music. And he said, you know what? I realize I could take this and really make it happen, but I'm not going to go out on the road right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do those things that I'd need to do. Yeah. So you know what? I'm going back to my work because now there's not a separate work guy and music guy. My work is now my creativity. And that's what he went back and created a whole new company with Mm. because now he realized that this fragmentation that he'd been believing had to happen was actually limiting himself and and lessening his great enjoyment of creation, which Mm -hmm. wasn't with a paintbrush or a guitar, but was with the vision of his company. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 